Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. On today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, a first-time champ will be crowned. Stay tuned. Season 4, episode 65 of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Groshaw with you today. Chase, how are you on this lovely Wednesday afternoon? Oh man, I'm chilling, huh? I'm juiced, I'm excited. It's been a good day. Uh, you know, we, we've got some movements in the NHL world. Uh, we're going to be talking about the cup finals coming up. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited. We're getting closer and closer to draft day as well. Uh, as a day of recording, we are... The end of May, so tomorrow when this releases, it'll be June, and that is officially NHL Draft Month. So I am, I'm feeling really good today, Mike. How are you? I am, I'm doing interesting, I guess, because today it has been a massive storm, one of those massive summer storms down here in Indy. So it's not necessarily beautiful. However, I'm a big fan of storms, and actually on my way home from work, uh, one of the lights, you know, the traffic lights, just yeah, off right in front of my eyes. It was something I've never experienced That's before. Cool. It was pretty cool. Um, and the drive home was, uh, I, I, li- I like driving in storms. Uh, I, I like storms overall. So it was pretty fun. And it's cool passing people on the highway uh, while they're going 50 and I'm going like 80. So, yeah, good stuff. That's it, crazy because right now, 6 o'clock in the afternoon, it is sunny and 80 degrees here. Yeah. Not not 80, here. That's sorry, sure. 85. Yeah. I, I wonder how warm it is because I think it was like in the 90s earlier. It is currently 86 degrees, but a nice thunderstorm. So it's uh, at, it's fun. At sunset, it's going to be 76 degrees here. Who would have thunk it? Not me. Not me. This is, this, is just, this is just wild. It does get all the way down to... 56 at 6 a.m. though tomorrow so mm. we, got, we got some good weather hits 90 on friday um it's gonna be a little little warm for my liking but still like we're we're we're, we're in it it's, it's it's summer it's it's finally coming country music is blasting instead of just playing like we're we're we're, we're rolling into this and i'm hoping the roomie decides that the air conditioning is fine because he loves to open the windows and every night it's like 75 and I'm like, all right, I'm turning the AC on. He's like, it's it gets so cold in my room. I'm like, close the vent then because I can't sleep in 75 degree weather. I can't either. Tell, tell him to switch rooms at that point. Yeah, for real. Uh, anyways, on today's episode of Bolts Broadcast, going to be looking at a little preview for the Stanley Cup Finals and then... Of course, we're going to be talking about all the big movement we've seen front office, behind the bench when it comes to the NHL that'll be after the commercial break, as well as a world championship wrap up. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't go as planned for the U.S., but we'll get into that 
Once we get there, let's start Cup Finals preview. We got Vegas, we got Florida, and I texted you this. I don't think we've talked about it on air, but if you would have told me Florida versus Vegas, that's your Stanley Cup final, I don't know if I would have been super excited to tune in to the playoffs as a whole. So uh, it's weird that we got here, but both teams have looked really good, and arguably the Florida Panthers have just looked dominant after their first couple of losses to Boston. None of the games have been very close. No, they, they, they really haven't dude. Like they're, they're just steamrolling teams at the moment. Like they, they look really good. Bob is playing out of his mind. Matthew Kachuk looks incredible. Looks like a, you know, legitimate top five player in the league right now. I mean, like they're just, they're really rolling. They, They look really good. And it's, you know, it's fun. It's, it's exciting to see a fellow, you know, Florida team do well, even though they are the little brother. It still is fun to see that the Stanley Cup does run through the state of Florida. Um, I, I know people don't want the rivals to win, but for me, even if, you know, if Tampa's not going to win, I, I'm happy that it's going to be a smaller market, a warm weather market, a Florida market, really, because I, I want the game to keep growing in, you know, in the state of Florida. I want the game to keep growing in the south, in the warmer weather states, because it still really isn't very prevalent. So having this kind of matchup, sure, you're not going to get, uh, you know, the, the numbers that like Toronto or something might get you, but you're still going to get new fans in. You're still going to get, you know, they might be fair weather bandwagon type fans, but at the end of the day, like they're, they're going to see the sport. They're going to see it and they're going to be like, oh, this is awesome. I got to keep watching. And these types of things are really how you build up these, uh, these smaller markets and, you know, these untraditional markets, I guess. So I, I'm very excited for this one. It's going to be really good hockey. It's in, you know, two, two very, very, um, Excuse me, got a piece of hair in my mouth. So very good hockey too. Very you know um, unique markets, and it's gonna it's gonna be. Oh my god, dude! I got a really long hair in my mouth. I apologize. Um, but it's it's gonna be a tough one for Vegas because of how how strong Florida's is looking. Are, are you a cat? Like you just got hairballs or something? What is happening? I don't, I don't know that. So my my beard hair is getting pretty long. I definitely need to give her a trim. Um, so I think I just had a loose beard hair pop in there. Mm. And the best part about these two teams is when you look at their headlining names or at least their leading point getters right now, both American boys. I know Maddie Kachuk and Jack Eichel love to see that out of those two. And it's going to be a fun series. Now, Vegas, they were up 3 nothing. They took a little bit longer to put away Dallas. So this now gives the Florida Panthers a 10-day break. It'll be 10 days from when they eliminated Carolina to then playing their first game against Vegas. How long of a break is is it where we start to get diminishing returns? Because obviously a little bit of a break is nice. It's good for the team. But when we start to get pretty long, I feel like over a week, the team might lose a little bit. Now the Panthers, they've been hot. Maybe this 10 game doesn't affect them. But how do you see this break affecting the Panthers as a whole? Well, it was said on the broadcast that the majority of teams um, that have had the shorter break end up winning the cup over the last like 15, 20 years. So it'll be interesting to see. Florida has looked really good. They've been rolling, but this is a long break. Is it going to take wind out of their sails? I don't know. Um, it, it's it's going to be you know interesting to watch. Hopefully, you know Bob is just keeping himself engaged. Matthew Kachuk's ready to go. Um, it's hard to you know discount them and say that they they can't keep rolling because of how well they have been, but. It really is a long break, and things are going to be different. I, I 
you know, I, I don't, I don't know if they're going to be ready to go. I hope they are. Um, I would expect that they are, but it, it really is going to be, um, you know, a, a little bit different than what we've seen in the past. Yeah. And I'm not sure it's going to be a steamroll out of Florida. Obviously Bobrovsky has looked great. However, when it comes to round three, he was the best statistic, statistical goalie that we've seen in the playoffs. And I'm not sure he can keep that pace up through another at least four games in the Stanley Cup Finals. Versus the other side, we see Hill and Brassois. They have split some games. Hill has shown to be the better goalie out of the two for sure. But overall, you give that nod to Florida and Bobrovsky. Now, when it comes to the defense and the forward core, who do you give that nod to? You know, I... It, it, it's interesting because I, I kind of want to say Vegas because they're just, I think they're really well-rounded um, and, you know, having Jack Eichel Marcel in front really helps and Petra and Shea Theodore back there is really strong, but like Florida, like, you know, they've got Matthew Kachuk, they've got Sasha Barkov, they've got Anton Lundell, they've got Anthony Duclair up front. On the back end, they have Aaron Ekbad, they have Brandon Montour who has put up really like a Norris type of season this year. And that Bob is playing so well. I know we you know talked about the goalies already, but just like as a whole, it's it's really hard to say because you know the, those forwards and, and those D I, I think are pretty close. I might give the edge to Florida though. And one of the bigger surprises for me when it comes to Vegas specifically, obviously we know they're big point getters, Jack Eichel, Mark Stone, other guys, but Ivan Barbashev really stepping up this playoffs, 15 points through 17 games. One of the big reasons why this Vegas team has been able to get this far in their path. I wish, I, I really wish he's who, who we added at the deadline instead of Janelle. I, I really do. That, that would have been an awesome fit because he looks awesome. He's really helping that team. He's playing a huge role and you know, it, it's no mistake that they're here with, you know, with, him producing so well like if without him i i don't know kind of like where, where they'd be would they be in the cup finals you know there's always a chance but it, it would definitely be a different team and you know some less offense driven based on his numbers without him so he's really just doing a hell of a job helping um you know propel that team all right chase let's make some predictions now do you take the sturdy vegas golden knights or are you taking the surging florida panthers after some nice rest so, you know, I, all my bets have been going wrong. So I'm, but I'm still sticking with my gut and who I bet. I have a parlay of the, of the Florida Panthers and the Denver Nuggets to win their respective championships. So I will be saying the Florida Panthers win this one. I think it goes the distance. So I think we're getting seven games. I think it's going to be a pretty low event series. So every goal is going to be huge and even more important than, than the last. Um, you know, I, I think we're going to see a lot of two, one, three, two, like three, one type games. And it, it's going to, it's going to be fun. I have seen a lot of fanfare around this Florida Panthers team. I think Barstool Sports put out a tweet where it showed the United States map and it said, uh, who we're rooting for in the series between Florida and Vegas. And obviously in Vegas, you had gold for the Knights, but everywhere else it was red for the Florida Panthers and uh, I think I'm right in that same boat where I think I would prefer to see the Florida Panthers win this. However, oh, however, wow, wow. sorry, sorry. I, I am actually going to take the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, I I think one going against you that's a lock. That's pretty easy to do. As well as 
when you just look at the teams overall and the balance that Vegas has, it's it is much better than Florida. Obviously, Florida been led by star power. They've got the number one and the number two when it comes to the MVP of the playoffs right now, Matthew Kachuk, Sergey Bobrovsky. But they're going to have to hold up throughout this whole series. And sure, they have some good supporting pieces. Like for Hagee, we've seen Brandon Montour really playing well on the back end. But I just think overall team composition, Vegas a little deeper, a little bit better for this long playoff run. I think it does go deep, six or seven games. I am going to go Vegas. However, I am rooting for Florida. Well, congrats on the win because, like, as long as you hedge me, you you win. And so, everybody, go bet for Vegas. Um, he'll take my side on this one. But I will be rooting for our our state. I, I want the cup to stay in here, even if it's not Tampa this year. Um, you know, Florida can win it. They can see what it feels like, and then we can just go win the next couple. There we go. All right, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. On the other side of the commercial break, talk about some big moves that are happening around the league. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. If you head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, head over to the NHL and Team Futures. There's some pretty good odds going on. With three of the biggest favorites in this year's NHL Stanley Cup playoffs being eliminated early on, we now see the Maple Leafs sitting atop the NHL championship odds. You look at the Oilers next, the Dallas Stars, and Vegas. Those round out your top four. While you have the underdog Seattle Kraken sitting at plus 2,000. Some pretty good odds out there. Make sure to head over, check it out, and place whoever you think is going to win the Stanley Cup. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050. Or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Or text Hope NY. In Kansas, call 1 800 522 4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Let's face it, with coffees starting at $5. Yes, even without any customizations, and our bank account somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate, or dupe, is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on, Raycon wireless earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. With my student loans catching up to me, I head to Raycon.com. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less 
than you would with some of those more big-name tech brands out there. Raycon knows in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options. Right now, you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product production insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and a flat fee international shipping. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. My three favorite components of the Raycon earbud, the earbuds tap functions, noise isolation, and awareness mode. When I'm in the gym and my partner won't shut up, I just pop those bad boys into noise isolation and go to work. Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Chase, I know we're a couple days out. We're sitting about four days out from when the Stanley Cup Finals actually kick off. You have the bet on Florida and Denver. Any other bets floating out there? So let me tell you this really interesting interesting one I just placed um, you know, for, for the sake of chatting here in this first for but for this for about this first game uh only put two bucks on it just you know why not why not live a little but i chose five anytime goal scorers for game one so here's who we got scoring in this game matthew kachuk and alexander barkov for the florida panthers okay. and then jonathan march so ivan barbashev brett howden for the vegas golden knights mm. those odds are plus twenty two thousand five hundred. so are you taking vegas in game one I'm taking Vegas in game one. Oh, oh boy. Well, hey, I hope it works out for you. And if it does, uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> if, if it it's does, then you can, you can fund my next bet in the old DraftKings Sportsbook because, uh, as people know, I'll slap you 20. Yeah. As people know, uh, it's been a while since I've placed one, you know, the old bank yeah. account saying, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Mike, here's what I want you to do right now. Uh, probably can you do not. this for me? Probably not. <laughs> I will. If you pull open the DraftKings Sportsbook okay. and you make a bet, your, uh, choose the bet you want, I will Venmo you 20 bucks to cover that bet. Oh, that's a lot, though. I'll, you I'll, can spread it over a couple bets if you want, but I'll still give you 20. I'll do it for like two. I don't want to take 20 bucks. Uh, I, I have to actually no, put you, in my password and stuff. It's not face, face recognized because, you know, it's been a little while since I put it. Okay, well, we we can worry about it after show. It doesn't have yeah. to be that bet. You can place it on, on another bet if you want. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. But you, you, you got to get in on the action. Mm. All right. And the people got to get in on the action as well. So head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, Chase, let's talk about some movement around the league. We'll start with brand new head coaches for the Preds and the Caps. Yeah, so first we have um, Andrew Burnett, short-time Florida Panther is taking over head coach of the National Predators. And then Spencer Carberry is taking over as the head coach of the Washington Capitals. So uh, fun fact, Spencer Carberry, he was uh, Saginaw Spirits head coach team that I used to work for um, before I was there. It was a year or two before I was there is when he had the job. But I um, know, know the guy a little bit. I've met him. Um, super nice guy. Great hockey coach. Uh, you know, wishing him the best of luck. Going to have a lot of success. Then Andrew Brunette. He, you know, he did operate the Panthers for that short term and did a very good job with the team that, you know, had, you know, some, 
some pretty low hopes after, you know, the whole Quinville um, type thing, but did a good job. They obviously didn't bring him back, but now he's got a good opportunity with the Preds um, somewhere. I think he can have success because they do have some uh, talent on that roster and it just kind of hasn't been utilized the right way. Kind of hasn't gone the right way. So, you know, I I think these are two absolutely fantastic hires. I really like these ones. Um, If I didn't like them, I would be honest with you, but I think these two are two of the best hires, maybe the two best hires you're going to see this offseason. Who has more success at the end of their tenure with their new teams? I would probably say where things stand. Um, it, it feels like it feels like Andrew Brunette might just because there's a feel. I don't know. It feels like there's a little more resources to be set up for success, especially you know, you know like with what they're going to be getting in the draft and a couple guys they have in the system. It feels like there's a little more, um, you know, a little more of a path there. But the Caps do have um, Shachenko who's going to be coming over here in a year or two and and going to do very well because he is a guy who. Who, you know, from unfortunate circumstances has kind of slipped as a prospect, but he's a stud. Once he is able to get back to the full power and, and you know, reach his ceiling, he's an absolute weapon. So he's going to have a lot of success. So the Caps keep drafting well and provide the right talent through free agency. I mean, these could be two teams that are uh, perennial cup contenders. Like they already have some of the resources there. They can continue to build on it and they have two great coaches. Yeah. Hoping that these guys have some good success. Uh, teams overall. Um, I think they could get there for sure, but right now it very much feels like they're that fringe team when it comes to the actual playoffs, and then when they get there, it doesn't really work out. So, uh, But then again, that's what we thought with Florida, and here they are in the Stanley Cup Finals. So a good coach and yeah. a couple good performances from the boys on the team definitely can uh, switch some things up. Oh, for sure. And both the teams are in a bit of a transition period as it is right now anyway, so I don't, you don't need to go in and expect them to get like 50 wins, but I'm not saying it's impossible, but that can't be necessarily the expectation. So give them, you know, a year or two, let them kind of get some pieces in, you know, maybe even Washington goes out and add some guys now because OV is starting to wind down and they, they kind of want to, you know, get him rolling, get him that goal record, get him maybe another cup. So Washington will probably be a little more invested in right now than Nashville will. But I th- I think, you know, in the long run, uh, Andrew Nett's got a really good opportunity there with Nashville. And then another big move, we know that Cal Dubas is out in Toronto, but they did just hire their new GM. Yeah, Brad Trey Living is going in and is going to take that job, uh, former GM of the Vancouver Canucks. If you look, you know, not a lot of GMs get second opportunities. And a lot of it is because that job is held longer. So, you know, head coaches might only hold their job for two or three years before they get canned and move on. Or GM, they're getting seven, eight, nine, ten years like often, sometimes even longer. Like um, Dave Boyle, you know, he was the only GM in Preds history up until this offseason when Barry Trotz takes that over. Like you, you've seen some, you know, some of these guys be able to hold on to those jobs, um, you know, for quite some time. So you really don't see second opportunities. But Brad Trey Living is going to get another opportunity here with with the Leafs, and you know, he he's in he's in a good spot. I think I I don't think he's bad at his job. I don't think he's awesome at his job, but I don't, I don't think he's bad. Um, you know, one of those guys that can be considered like a, a league average GM, but. He's got some resources. Um, he's got some great players there. It's going to you know, be interesting to see what he does with them because he's going to have to make some tough choices as the salary cap is going to be a little tough for them when it comes time to re-sign you know, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, William Nylander. So he, we'll see what he does with, you know, with that work. Um, if, if he loses all those guys, he's going to get canned. If he keeps all those guys, he'll hold on to his job. So the next couple of years will be interesting. I think we're going to see actually some pretty drastic roster moves uh, just because it's going to be hard to keep guys there now. So – you know, we'll see what Trey Living does. I, I think that all the resources there to succeed. So it's kind of up to him if he does or doesn't. Yeah, he's kind of in a position of GMJB. Now, 
He has the players in front of him. Can he keep them and then as well as build a little bit more around them to bring them that Stanley Cup? Because Austin Matthews, I believe next year, is his last year on his deal. And if Toronto decides Austin Matthews asking a little too much, we don't need him anymore, I think that could be a dire mistake. So it's going to be very interesting to see how he handles it all. Obviously, GMJB handled it perfectly, got two Stanley Cups out of it, and hopefully more to come. See what he can do. 100%, man. All right, World Championship wrap-up. You know, we were hoping for good things out of America like we usually do. Unfortunately, they don't medal because of two pretty big upsets. Dude, excuse me, sorry for the yawn. Um, what a nightmare of like a like a playoffs playoff round. So kind of go over it for those of you who are not um you know devote followers of international hockey. USA beats Czech uh first round uh, of the you know of the quarterfinals, and then in a surprising term of events, Germany beats Switzerland. I did not expect that. Canada beats Finland, um, you know, fair enough. And then Latvia beats Sweden. Again, did not expect that. So you know, two big surprises right there. Things just kind of weren't expected. Um, move on to the semis. You get Canada versus Latvia, Germany against the U.S. Canada beats Latvia 4-2 and what was a pretty good hockey game. And then the United States lose in overtime 4-3 to to Germany, and they just didn't look good. Lane Hudson kind of got walked in that game. You know, he, he struggled a little bit, but it was definitely surprising, a little bit disheartening. So we go into the medal round. Um, you know, we, we have the bronze medal game with the U.S. and Latvia, then the gold medal game with uh, Canada and Germany. And yet again, back-to-back OT losses as, um, you know, Latvia grabs that win 4-3 to three over the States, and Canada beats Germany 5-2. to two. So the medalist, Canada gets gold, Germany gets silver, Latvia gets bronze. The U.S. chokes away the maybe the easiest path that they could have had to a medal. Yeah, and... Obviously, we know where Germany's at, and they're up and coming. And yes, it's surprised that they lose to Switzerland, but we know this team has a lot of talent. I think Latvia, that that comes out of nowhere. I mean, you would have never thought that this team would have even been in this position, wouldn't have even been in bracket play, let alone going on to beat Sweden, have a close game against Canada, and then beat the U.S. as well. Yeah, dude. It, like, really, it, it's, it's, it's like, it's crazy, dude. Like, like that's just, I don't know how you go ahead and predict that, but like, they really played incredibly well. It was, it was super fun, fun to watch. Um, you know, there was great goaltending. Archer Seelovs, uh, Vancouver prospect. You know, the, the next Christian Gulevskis for Latvia. Um, except for he's actually gonna have success in the NHL because he's a, he's a great prospect. He, he's a really good goaltender. I saw him in the OHL. Uh, no, he, he's someone that can go on and have a lot of success. Then, you know, uh, kind of leading the charge for for forwards on that team, uh, Rudolf Spasser is one of our guys, Rudolf Balsher, excuse me, and then Rehards Bukarts. Um, you know, th- those two were the top scorers for, for Latvia. They, they, they killed it. And I'm really hoping that this display here by this Latvian team will get the game growing a little bit more over there and we start seeing some unreal players. I mean – that's what happened with Germany. You know, we, we saw some decent performances out of them, and then we go out and get a Leon Dreisaitl. So if we could see some big representation like that from Latvia in the coming years, oh, man, what a dream. Because you love seeing these smaller countries really hit the ice. Obviously, when you see Slovenia coming out uh, with Anze Kopitar, right? He's Slovenian. 
Yes, sir. So seeing that as well as just so many other uh, countries really coming up in the hockey world to see some representation out of Latvia would be huge as well because ever since I've played NHL 14, been a big fan of Latvia, and then, of course, Christos Gudlevskis, uh, a big reason why I'm a fan of that, uh, at least that hockey country. Yeah, yeah, no, for, for sure. And Latvia is also, um, you know, Riga, Latvia is supposedly the world's most beautiful city as the old um, king, emperor, whatever you're going to call him, of that country demanded that his soldiers go around the like the, the world and kidnap the most beautiful people and make them live there so that he could have the most beautiful country. And so there's a lot, a lot of very beautiful men and women over uh, in that city, in that country. So what's not to love about Latvia? Man, I must be Latvian then. Okay, well, we're going to move on from that. And, you know, I do want to give quick little shout outs to a couple guys in this tournament. So Rocco Gamaldi led tournament scoring. Good old American boy. Tiny dude, five foot six, but man, seven goals, seven assists, 14 points. Played really well. A couple of prospects to note. Cutter Gauthier for, for the Americans had seven goals and nine points through 10 games. Looked awesome. Um, you know, even Adam Fantilli for Canada, he, he you know, he, Played, played some good minutes, looked really strong. Um, Jonathan Berggren for Sweden, uh, you know, Revings prospect, played played very well, just under a point per game. And then kind of the last guy to mention, um, you know, we talked about those minority countries and, you know, Germany, you know, kind of pumping out Leon Dreisaitl. Hope we see some things from Mafia. Well, there's a kid from Germany, J.J. Paterka, you know, John Jason's full, full name also goes by John Paterka. Um, I've been a huge fan of his, even in his – is uh, D minus one year. So as a 16 year old, I, I kind of found out about the kid, watched his game, loved his game. I was a big proponent for him being a high draft pick um, in his draft year. And I'm not going, you know, as kind of as high as I was hoping he would, but still got good draft capital. Um, you know, he went, went to, to the Buffalo and was like, okay, we'll kind of see what he does from here. Well, six goals, six assists, 12 points, 10 games in this tournament. He, absolutely dominated he you know looks better and better by the day like he is someone that is really fun to watch um you know i i really wish that he was a member of the tampa lightning or even you know detroit red wings the team that you know i also support because i mean he's still a baby he, he just turned 21 in january uh coming off an NHL season where he had 32 points 77 games the previous year he had 68 points in 70 games in his first year of pro hockey in his first year of eligibility playing in the american league um he's He's looking really good. He's really setting himself up to have a lot of success. I'm looking forward to watching him play for Buffalo this year because I I, I don't think we're seeing like a Tage Thompson breakout, but I think he's going to be someone that takes a very large jump and is a 50-plus point guy easily this year. Yeah, and that's a kid that we covered. I think we did a full episode on all of the really solid German players that were coming out in that draft class. I believe it was in Season 2 when we did this episode, but in the 2020 draft class, a lot of really solid German players. We saw some other European players that were really exciting as well. And I'm pretty sure JJ Paterka, one of those guys that had the, uh, the old starlight on him because you were a big fan back then. And uh, hopefully he continues to shine. Yeah, man, him and Lucas Reichel, uh, you know, on top of the previous year, more outsider, of course, but him and Lucas Reichel from that draft class were two guys that were absolute draft darlings of mine. And as of right now, both are looking great. I mean, Lucas Reichel was just under point per game in the American League this year before getting his NHL call-up, where he absolutely just tore it up. 15 points for 23 games and a small sample on a terrible Chicago Blackhawks team. This kid's going to be 
awesome next year playing with Connor Bedard. Um, you know, he's a center, so I'm going to kind of guess that he plays down the middle. But, no, it might be like a dry type thing where he gets some opportunities on the wing or on the power play. He'll be out there with Bedard, and he he is going to pair perfectly with that kid. And there's going to be a lot of lot of fun going on in Chicago. It's going to be great watching kind of what they're building, other than the fact that they're wearing a Blackhawk sweater. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, that's going to do it for the show. I want to thank you so much for coming out and giving it a listen. We are going to a hockey name of the day. We've got Yasa Mensa. Isa. Isa. Isa Mensa. Okay. So, yep. So, Isa, he is a 22 year old forward from France. Just turned 22 uh, four days ago. So, happy belated birthday. Six foot one, 181 pounds. You know, play, played a couple scenes here in the um, lower level French leagues. He's going to play in the second level league in France. Played a couple games in the third as well. Was a pretty good player in the U20 league. Had some international experience, but nothing um, of like, you know, large significance. And then play on the, you know, main U20 team. Hasn't played in the world championship or anything. But four points, 19 games last year in the second league. We'll see what he does um, in this upcoming season. Not. Not the typical French name that I was expecting. I'll be honest. No, I th- I think he's of Indian descent, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And, and then um, Isa reminds me of Isha, who was co-founder of the Old Hockey Podcast Network. Yeah, that, that is him, but no longer no longer part of this organization. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the show. Thank you so much for coming out and giving it a listen. Chase, please hit him with an outro. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast. It's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. While I radical follow WMP on Twitter at WMP Sports Pod. It's WMP Sports Pod. Make sure you go to HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You can find all the pods in the network right there. Boom. Click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, raise five stars. Send your questions, comments, experience. We'd appreciate it. Review. Do not forget to support our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Thanks so much for coming out. We'll talk to you later.